Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Spiritually Me with your girl, Dulce Candy. So happy to be connecting with you, beautiful ladies and gentlemen. Don't know who's really listening, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I will be talking a little bit about my experience hosting my first women's circle, a meditation event that I hosted for the first time with my mindfulness company, Sweet Soul. And I'll also be answering a few of your most commonly asked questions when it comes to meditation. I've been posting so much content on Instagram and Sweet Soul all about meditation and I've been getting so many questions and I thought it'd be a great idea to just dive a little bit deeper and answer your questions on a longer format. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you all so much for leaving a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. It's a really great way to show some love and support if you've been enjoying the podcast. It's also really helping us continue to grow and expand. And I just want to say thank you all so much because every single time that I get a new review, a new rating, and a new comment, it's always super exciting to read what you guys have to say. And I just want to say thank you all so much. Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. All right, so let's get into it. My first meditation event. Well, it happened exactly a week ago this past Friday, and it's been something that has been on my vision board for the longest time, several months. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I did a vision board around October of last year, and I included the podcast in there and so many different things that are already coming to fruition. It's never really happened before um, like a vision board really coming true. And I feel like it's because it's right by my bed and I wake up and I visualize and I'm so grateful for everything on in my life, but everything on the vision board and I live as it's already happened. And that's a really important aspect of manifestation. And I'm also, I also wanted to mention something that I've been doing, and this is for anybody else who's really interested in deepening just your understanding of your mind. So my husband and I have been a part of the intensive program um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I wanted to talk about it because it's been incredibly transformative. If you buy his program, not sponsored by the way, but I just, I got to tell you, because if something's working for me, I got to bring it to you guys. But basically it's a program that you have to complete online and it's pretty much just listening to lectures. So you have an understanding before attending one of his retreats. Some of them, I believe 
are like week-long retreats and I'm really interested in attending and I am going to be attending one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreats and one of the prerequisites is to listen to all of these lectures so you get about I would say like 12 15 almost 20 hours of lectures and so it is very time consuming but honestly it's the best use of my time and I highly recommend it to you guys especially for my girl Candice um, she was also very interested and she's in the in a phase in her life where she's very interested in just learning and so I just wanted to give a shout out to her and just let her know and everybody else that this is something that I am doing I have done and it also has guided meditations and whoa they're so incredibly powerful so it's really been transforming my life in such a positive and empowering way so going back to the first women's circle. It was such a beautiful experience, ladies. And one of the biggest intentions also with the evolution of Sweet Soul and how Sweet Soul has manifested and transformed into a mindfulness company, which is not the plan originally, but it's evolved and it's been growing. And one of our biggest intentions is to create diverse spaces for women and people of color to join in intimate gatherings in the spiritual community which there's not a lot of representation when it comes to latinas in the space um, and of course there's so many of us doing this work and sharing our gifts and creating you know our own women's circles and everything but it's not something that is publicly seen you know and so that's one of our biggest things is just having an inclusive space for people of all colors you know not just people of color but anyone is welcome of course and this is a conversation that I also had my with one of my friends um, we went to a yoga studio and we were the only two people of color and we felt so out of place like it just didn't feel I don't know there was something about it like it just it didn't feel like home and I think it's just so important to continue to create spaces where we feel comfortable where we don't have to you know look a certain way wear certain kind of leggings be a certain body type or put up a facade or do anything like all you got to do is show up as yourself with all of your beauty and perfections all of it you don't have to look a certain way dress a certain way believe in a certain thing like all of you is accepted and that's so important for me because there has been communities that have made me feel excluded because I live my life in the way that I live my life and that's something I never want anyone in the world to feel and I feel like that's why God put me on that journey and made me feel like an outcast and because this is one of my core values and it's one of the core values of our company but yes it was so beautiful it was so beautiful ladies um we cried we laughed we just shared so many intimate stories and personal stories and it was just so heartfelt and it was just so beautiful just to see how strangers you know all of us were strangers with each other aside from me and my friend Edith but we were all strangers yet we felt so intimately connected and we saw each other 
in each other's stories. And it was just so beautiful for everyone to really just open up their heart. And it's something that we don't have a lot of, you know, because as women, we live certain kind of lives and we're always, you know, on the go and we always have our to-do list or we have responsibilities or we're, you know, working through a really challenging life situation. It's rare when you have a moment to disconnect from all of that and be supported by other people, by other women, especially because growing up, I also saw a lot of cattiness in the older women that surrounded me. And I always saw how like they weren't true and authentic relationships. When I was a little girl, I saw like older women not being honest and truthful and authentic and really loving and caring for the soul of another human. It was always kind of like talking bad about each other and, you know, like backstabbing or betraying or just, I don't know, just all kinds of stuff like that. So now that I'm at that age, I'm like, I'm just so grateful that that is not the kind of relationships that I have in my life and or the kind of relationships that I attract into my life, you know, because I yearn so much to connect with other women on a very intimate level, definitely not anything superficial. And so that day was truly a gift from up above honestly it was the most beautiful experience ever and I just want to say thank you to all the ladies who showed up and who allowed me to like just soak myself in their medicine and their beautiful light and their spirit and I'm so excited for our next event and our next gathering and yeah of course you guys are all welcome <laughs> you it's it's for you <laughs> so yes that's pretty much some some of the things that I wanted to share. One of the very first questions that I got um, repeatedly is about our thinking, our thoughts during meditation. Some people were saying how they have a really hard time meditating because their mind is racing a million times a minute and they're not able to like shut it off. It's a very common thing a lot of people experience. Some people um, were asking how do they get their mind to quiet down? How do they concentrate? Am I doing this correctly? Um, so let's first address one of the most common issues that people have with meditation and that's their thinking. Meditation is not about not thinking. Alan Watts actually likes to call this a sort of grooving with the eternal now. It's like you're dancing, you know, with the present moment. He calls it the eternal now because tomorrow is an illusion. Tomorrow does not exist. The only thing that does exist is the present moment, which goes on forever. So he calls it the eternal now. And that's what meditation is. It's about being in the eternal now, in the moment, in the present, because yoga really is about unifying the mind and the body. And what's happening is that we tend to live lives that are very fragmented. Our mind is somewhere else. Our body is somewhere else. And our breathing is also somewhere else. We're not even aware of the 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 beautiful synchronistic pattern that's going on between all of them everything is fragmented so meditation and yoga brings us back to this unifying state of being and it's about being in the present moment and again it's a journey of thinking and not thinking thinking and not thinking if you meditate with a mantra 
which is how I meditate. That's the technique that I use. It's a very powerful technique because the mantra becomes the vehicle that takes you from the non-local, which is the place where you come from, where the soul comes from, to the local domain, which is here and now in this incarnation. So it's, it's a journey of going back into that state of consciousness and then back into the present moment here. And the mantra, because it does not have a meaning, and I actually teach primordial sound meditation, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in the future, but the mantra that we use has no meaning whatsoever. So because the mantra does not have a meaning, it transcends all of your thinking. You're able to go beyond your thinking mind into what we call the gap. Let's say you are meditating with the word apple. Because you can really meditate with any word that you choose to do so. You can meditate with guided music, you know, guided meditations, which I do record and provide also. But guided meditations and music keep your mind at an active level. The mantra takes you beyond the activity of your mind. So that's why it's powerful. And like I said, if you're meditating with the word apple, you're going to be thinking about an apple, how an apple tastes, what it smells like, what it looks like. So it keeps your mind active. And by meditating with a mantra that has no meaning, and you can reach out to me if you're interested in getting your own primordial sound mantra provided to you. This is something that I do as a teacher. And there's a beautiful ceremony and everything that takes place. It's used using Vedic astrology, your time of place of birth, and um, time and place of birth. And also, um, it's a sound that the universe created at the moment of your incarnation. And it was recorded many centuries ago by people who pretty much meditated all the time and and they were very connected to earth. So they were able to hear sounds that modern people are not able to hear. And so they recorded these sounds that were happening out in the universe. And using Vedic astrology, we're able to calculate what sound was being made in the universe, the time that you were born. And so now that becomes the sound, the mantra that takes you into the non-local and into the local, right? And the mantra that I would love to recommend is called So Hum. So Hum. That's the mantra that I taught my girls at the meditation circle that we had on Friday. And basically, it's a mantra that doesn't really have a meaning, aside from the fact that it just represents the, the vibration of the word breath. But it's a really powerful tool to take you beyond your thinking mind. And also know that it's also a journey, right? This is a process that you'll be getting better at, right? Your mind is going to be starting to get a lot more conditioned and meditation is going to feel easier. You're not going to have so much resistance. So just know that it's okay to feel resistance. It's okay to not want to really sit down and meditate because maybe the silence is something that you're not comfortable with. And so these are common things that a lot of people experience. But I also want you to know that every single time that you are meditating, you did it perfectly. Like that was the experience that you were meant to have. And it's also very important to not go into our meditation practice having a specific goal, right? This is something that I learned from Alan Watts. He says that if we have a goal, then we're living in the future. And that defeats the purpose of meditation. And meditation should be something that you look forward to and something that you enjoy. 
And with time, your own journey, your own practice is going to deepen and unfold. But we have to remain very consistent. My recommendation, and I went straight into this so I can attest to this, but the way that I was trained, I went straight into 20-minute meditation practices, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. I didn't begin with five minutes or 10 minutes, but that's definitely somewhere where you can begin. So I always like to recommend just start off with 20 minutes. I feel like that's a really great, you know, amount of time that feels deep. And it also really starts to prime your mind to longer meditations. But I would recommend as soon as you wake up in the morning, you meditate um, before you have anything to eat. Um, I also want to recommend kind of weaving this into your daily routines also. And make sure that meditation is not something that you do based on how you feel that day. It should be something that is not up to debate whether you're in the mood or whether you're not. This is something that you do regardless of anything else that has been going on in your life, right? So just like you brush your teeth every single day without a beat, um, it's the same way. According to traditional teachings of Ayurveda, the ideal time to meditate is between 5 in the morning and 7 in the morning, and then again between 5 and 7 p.m. However, I know that this time frame doesn't really fit into everyone's daily schedule, so you're just going to need to find out what really works for you. best thing to do is to put meditation in between two habits that you do every single day so for me I wake up brush my teeth make my bed and I sit up straight on my bed and I meditate for 20 minutes and then I go downstairs I have a coffee pre-workout get my workout in and all that stuff so I know that if I want to work out or if I want to have a cup of coffee in the morning then my meditation needs to happen after I brush my teeth think of it as like a sandwich just putting the meditation in between those two things and then also the body just naturally feels very calm in the morning and it's just a really great way to start feeling grounded and calm and rejuvenated. And then the powerful thing about the second meditation is that because you already primed your mind for meditation in the morning for 20 minutes, your second meditation in the afternoon is going to take you even deeper. Now I've been meditating for almost two years. And I've only experienced the gap on my second meditations in the afternoon meditations. Yeah, the gap is a beautiful experience that you have to experience for yourself to really put it into words. But um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, there are a lot of benefits when it comes to meditation, of course, right? And someone also did ask, what are some, some of the immediate benefits that will start to happen? How did you get started and what are the challenges? And I'll close it off with just answering that question right there. But meditation is a spiritual practice, one that you don't have to adapt any kind of specific beliefs in order to be able to practice this, even though it does originate, you know, from ancient Kemet and India this is not something that is just specifically tied to one thing, even though it does have a really big foundation, of course, in Hinduism, and it's a really big part of 
that's one of the main reasons for yoga or why we even do yoga, right? It's for the meditation aspect of it. This is one of those higher states of consciousness that will start to unfold as your journey starts to just deepen. And how to get started is basically just like that. Just sit down in silence in the morning and the afternoon, set a timer for 20 minutes. And I would recommend silence. And it's okay if you start to feel a little uncomfortable in the beginning, but sit in silence Put a timer for 20 minutes in your room or somewhere in the house or somewhere where you're not going to be disturbed and just sit comfortably with your spine nice and erected. You want the spine to be erected so energy can flow more freely through your spine and just repeat the mantra so hum over and over in your mind. And as you're repeating the mantra, your mind is going to start to drift. Again, this is the dance that's happening in the mind. It's going to drift to sounds in the environment. And so when you bring your awareness to the fact that your mind has drifted, you come back to the mantra. And this is why thoughts during meditation is so powerful because they almost become the force that takes us deeper into our meditation when we bring our awareness to the fact that our mind has drifted. So every single time that you notice that, you go back to the mantra and you'll start to feel your meditation going deeper and deeper and deeper. It's just going to feel so good. Some of the immediate benefits that are going to happen are more on the physical aspect. And this is going to be definitely if you experience any kind of stress in your life. Stress will start to be something that is being released. When you meditate, Every single time you are releasing toxins, fatigue, and stress from your body. Every single time, whether you feel like it's a good meditation or not. Every single time. There's also no disease in the world that exists that does not benefit from meditation in some way. The immediate changes that are going to happen are the release of toxins from your mind and from your body. The release of fatigue and stress. Your heart rate is going to normalize. Your breathing is going to get deeper. If you tend to sweat a lot because you're in fight or flight, sweating is going to decrease. The prefrontal cortex, the more evolved part of the brain, is also going to activate. And this is the part of the brain that allows you to feel compassion and love and peace within you. And you also start to downregulate the genes inside of your body that are responsible for inflammation. And as we know, inflammation and stress are the breeding grounds for diseases. And at a genetic level, you'll also start to age backwards. So you're going to age a lot more gracefully in the exterior and internally also. So these are things that are happening immediately because you're allowing your body to rest right? Restful awareness is what meditation is. And when your body is resting every 20 minutes that you're allowing your body to do so, it's healing and it's returning back into balance. Your immune system gets a lot stronger. You're able to fight off diseases. And not only that, your creativity starts to flourish. The answers to questions about your life, you start to get answers. You start to notice a lot more synchronicities. Your intuitive gifts start to develop. Your psychic abilities start to develop. 
Some of the challenges is doing it. That's the biggest challenge is making time to do it. A lot of people say, I don't have time to meditate, but there's always time. And there's a saying that says, if you don't have time to meditate, then you just need to meditate longer. And meditation allows you to be so in the moment that you have more time. It creates more time because your mind is not scattered, because your mind is focused. When we are living under stress, rushing, feeling like we don't have time to do anything, how can I fit 20 minutes? How can I fit five minutes? Our mind is everywhere and we're not able to really do our best when our mind is everywhere. I know that happens to me when I'm overwhelmed. I have a hard time focusing and I do a lot, but nothing gets done. On the contrary, when I meditate frequently and my mind learns to focus, I get so much more done. And I actually do things that progress me instead of doing tasks that keep me behind. So you know what, we're going to be doing a 21 day challenge coming up in the future, because I feel like, you know, a nice little challenge is a great way for us to get started in meditation. And trust me, once you get this going, and you start to notice the benefits in your life, this is going to be something that you're definitely going to going to love and look forward to like meditation is going to be probably your favorite part of the day I think and yes just don't give up you know I hear people say all the time I tried meditation didn't work for me so I'm not going to try it anymore but they only try to like once or twice and it takes a lot more consistency to start seeing results and you'll notice you know your family you're going to change internally because you're cultivating that light within you And because you have light within you, you now reflect that into your spouse, your significant other, your friends, your children. And now you have a more harmonious household. And that in turn creates a more harmonious interaction with the public at the park, at the grocery store, because all you want to do is serve and love and give back. And you're happy. You're so peaceful and loving within that you don't have time to argue, to see bitterness, to hold on to resentment, to have addictions. All of those things start to dissolve with meditation. That's why it's so powerful. It's a journey, of course. And because your community is a better place because of you, then the country is a better place because of you. And then the world is a better place because of you. So it really starts with all of us going within to cultivate that beautiful light we have to shine it guys we know all the things that are happening in the world that are really breaking our hearts and collectively you know united meditating together we're able to raise the consciousness and the vibration of the world so again it starts with us i challenge you to commit to doing this twice a day i know you can do it I've done it when I thought this is something that I wasn't able to do. And yeah, just know that whatever meditation experience you have is what you are meant to have. And don't set any goal. Don't go into your meditation practice with any expectations. Because whatever is meant to unfold, whatever experience is meant to unfold, it's going to unfold at the correct and perfect time. And that's it, my beautiful ladies. I hope you all have a blessed 
and beautiful day. I send you so much love, so much positivity, so much high vibration, so much prosperity, so much inner peace, so much growth and expansion, so much connection with other humans. Just got to spread that love. So have a blessed and beautiful day. And I can't wait to connect with you on our next podcast episode.